This year, I am focused on saving and investing, but I still want to do things like travel. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side-by-side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending, which means you could end up with a free flight or maybe a better hotel room. So what could future you do with smarter financial decisions? Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. We're so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high-quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. They have everything from Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to non-stick sheet pans. They've got everything you want. I have the Saucy, which is a terrific saucepan. It has curved sides. It has a pouring spout. It has a lid. And it looks so elegant. It's really a pleasure just to look at it on the counter, even before we're using it. Yes, I love all the colors. Yeah. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays. It's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code HAPPIER. That's greatjones.com, promo code HAPPIER. Hello and welcome to Happier, a podcast where we talk about ways to be happier. This week we'll talk about why we should take the time to think about making mindful investments in ourselves, and we will suggest a great hack for getting better sleep. I'm Gretchen Rubin, a writer who studies happiness, good habits, the five senses, human nature. I am in the laundry room of our parents' home in Kansas City, and joining me today from the kitchen is Elizabeth Kraft, my sister. That's me, Elizabeth Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in LA, but today we are in Kansas City, yay. Yeah, we had Winsteads for lunch, we're going to the plaza later, we're having a great time, as always. Yes. And Gretch, we have an upcoming special episode about performance. Yes, so every 10th episode is a very special episode, and episode 450 is all going to be about tips for performance. So this is every day of performance. When you're on stage, whether you're giving a toast or giving a presentation or giving a speech, what are the hacks that you've used to keep yourself calm, to keep yourself focused, just anything that has helped you to be a better performer? And also, Elizabeth, you have an exciting announcement. Let's remind everybody about the Happier in Hollywood retreat. Yes, that's right. Sarah and I are doing a Happier in Hollywood retreat October 20th through 22nd. It's at the Johnny Cash Ranch in Ojai. So cool. It looks so cool. Talking a lot about how to get a job as a TV writer in Hollywood, but it can also apply to other jobs. So you need not be a TV writer to come. And it's limited number of people. So everyone will really get individual attention. Very excited. And how do people get information? Email us at happierinhollywood at gmail.com. And we will send you uh, the information. Also, you could join our Facebook group, Happier in Hollywood, and get the information there as well. That is so exciting. Yeah. This week, our Try This at Home suggestion is to make a mindful investment in yourself. 
So what does that mean, Gretch? So when we make a mindful investment in ourselves, that means we're making intentional decisions about ways to spend our time, energy, or money, or all three, on ourselves and on our future self. Because there's some things that, you know, there are impulse buys, or there's certain things that you buy for other people. But sometimes we can make decisions that will really help us to make a mindful investment in ourselves. And sometimes too, you know, you have to remind yourself, I'm worth investing in. It's easy to say, oh, I sh- I, this is indulgent, or I shouldn't spend money on this. But sometimes you should spend money on this. Maybe you're like, oh, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this project. It's like, but maybe you should. So this is to remind ourselves to think about, am I making a decision that is going to be a mindful investment? Yeah, and it can make life in the present richer, Gretch. Yes. That can also improve and protect the experience of your future self. Absolutely. So this is something that can improve the present. It can influence the future. It can help you identify tools that will make life better because you're asking yourself, if I bought a new bike, is this something that would be likely to make me healthier in the future, make me happier in the future? Is this going to, this is an expense, but this is something that I think is really going to pay off. I really think I'm going to use it. That's always a big question with mindful mm-hmm. investment. You don't want to buy something for your fantasy self, mm-hmm. which can be tricky sometimes. And it's also a way to invest in your community and in your values, because sometimes we spend our time, energy, or money on something that puts our values into the world. And that's a very, very important element of a happy life and a virtuous life, of course, as well. So you were telling me you recently invested in yourself. Yes. Okay. So I signed up for a six-week, once-a-week watercolor class. In person, not even on Zoom, right? Well, as you may remember, Elizabeth, I was like looking for online classes to take, but I thought, you know what? It's just not going to be as fun and I'm not likely to actually do it if it's online. If I do it in person, it'll be more fun. A friend of mine had taken this class and really loved it. So that was one thing that told me it would be a good investment. Also, Eleanor did a little watercolor drawing for our parents for Christmas. And I was just staggered by how good it was. I was like, Eleanor, I had no idea that you were such a gifted artist. And she's like, Mom, watercolor is a really forgiving medium. Like, you don't have to be that good. and It looks really good. I'm like, that's what I need. I need something where like a few tricks and my bag of tricks will get good results. And I love the idea of just the materials and the, choosing the colors. And, and then once I signed up, I told a couple friends and they're like, that sounds great. Maybe I'll take it too. So I've been sending the link to people. So this is really an investment in if it turned into like a really valuable hobby, it could be something that would be fun for decades. It'll make me closer to my friends. You know, it's like the ukulele thing, Elizabeth. It was an Mm -hmm. experience. It was an experiment. I didn't love the ukulele, but I learned something about myself and I, I don't regret my time attempting to play the ukulele. Let's hope that the watercolor is a little bit more enjoyable than that, but nothing ventured, nothing gained. This is a good investment, I thought, yes. in mindful investment. And living in an atmosphere of growth, which is what it always 100%. all comes back to. Well, often mindful investment is related to the atmosphere of growth. Often, often. How about you? Can you think of an example? Yeah. Well, Gretchen, I invested in my feet. Mm. So a while back, my feet were hurting so much. I mean, really aching at night. They were, I was having pains. I was so distraught because I thought, oh my gosh, I really want to walk a lot and my feet are hurting so much. Am I not going to be able to walk? So I went to a podiatrist and she had me walk. She asked me a million questions. She studied my feet and all of these things. And then Finally, she just said, well, what shoes are you wearing? What running shoes? And I told her, 
And she said, well, that's it. And she was very oh. firm that I was wearing oh. not the right shoes. And just side hack for everyone, Gretch. Running yeah. shoes or shoes that you walk in a lot really should have a lot of structure is what she described mm. to me. They shouldn't oh, be easy okay. to bend and turn. And I was wearing the lightest ones I could find, which oh. it turns out is not a good idea. So she said, I want you to go from here to this store. And here are three brands I want you to try on and get that shoe and mm -hmm. your feet will be better. And you're and, thinking, can it be that easy yeah, after all of that? Could the solution be that basic? It seemed impossible. So I went, I did exactly what she said. I bought two pair of the exact same shoes and it changed my experience within maybe three days. My wow. feet stopped hurting and they haven't hurt since. Right. I had all these shoes I was wearing. So I really technically mm -hmm. didn't need new running shoes right. or walking shoes, but beyond worth the money right. because yes. I did need them as it turns out because I had the right. wrong ones. Money that I have never regretted spending. Well, sort of related to the idea of health, I invested in my future self because doing all this research into the five senses for writing life in five senses got me very focused on protecting my senses in every mm. way possible. So that has made me much more focused on protecting my ears. And with my daughters, they were getting ready to go to a concert. I was like, oh my gosh, you should wear earplugs. And they were, they said to me, mom, of course we always wear earplugs. Everybody we know wears earplugs. I was, A, I was relieved, but B, I was like, I got to get one too, because I have a concert coming up. And so they told me what they've got, which was the Loop Experience Plus earplugs. I'll put a link if anybody wants to know what it is. And I got them for me and I got them for my husband, Jamie, too, because you just really don't want to expose your ears to really loud, persistent sound. And so I was like, this is something I'm really glad to have this in my back pocket now. And so that was a mindful investment. And kind of along the same lines, I took an, a class in AI. I took an online class and like understanding as a writer how to think about using AI tools. And I think that's really good because my future self is really going to wish that I understood how to do it. And so that's another way of investing in my future understanding of the world. Yeah, it's great to just find and invest in tools that make life better or can help yes. you achieve your aims. Well, here's a great example. So because again, as we were saying, one of the problems with mindful investment is sometimes your fantasy self can get in the way. Mm. We've all done it where you're like, oh yeah, I'm absolutely going to get into yoga and you buy all this stuff and then you don't do it. Gretchen, I can't tell you how often I force myself to skip past all the specialized pickleball paddles oh, yes. and pickleball yes. holders that yes. are out there that are just tempting yes. me because my yes. fantasy self plays pickleball yes. at least sure. twice a week. Yeah, right, right. Kind of a drive-by hack is if there's something that you think you'd like to do, but you're not sure you're going to absolutely stick with it, you might buy the least expensive version and see if you like it. And then if you are using it frequently, then you could upgrade. So for example, with a yoga mat, you might just borrow a yoga mat from a friend or get some cheap yoga mat that's not the top of the line yoga mat that you want. And then when you find yourself doing yoga and really thinking, wow, this would really be a great mindful investment in my yoga experience, then you can upgrade. But then you're not spending a lot of money on tools that you're not sure that you're going to use. One example of this where I wondered whether we were making a good choice for mindful investment was when my husband, Jamie, wanted an air fryer. Because these appliances, they're trends where everybody's getting some big appliance and then you use it and then some people keep using it and then some people don't. And I thought, oh, this air fryer, it's big. It's a whole thing. Is he really going to use it? But he really wanted it, so we got it. And Jamie uses the Ninja air fryer. He uses that 
because he likes to cook, unlike you and me. Mm-hmm. He uses it at least a couple times a week, sometimes several times a week. So it's really something that was really worth buying, which was a relief because I wasn't sure it was going to go that way. But it's a tool that makes life better. It's a way to make healthy food and it makes cooking more fun for him. Well, and then Gretch, I think you mentioned earlier, there's also investing in your values. Yes. So one of the things that you might do, and this might be your time, energy, and or money is, is there an organization that you want to support? And so part of it is doing the research. Let's say you have a value like voter registration or supporting students going to college for the first year. You have to do a little bit of research, like what are the organizations that I think do the best job of doing that? And then how would I get involved? Would I donate my time? Would I donate my money? Do I have any expertise to lend? That's not always so easy to figure out what is the best way to serve your value, but it's a really important thing for us to do. And so that is also a mindful investment because it's a mindful investment in your values. So it's all about just making a point of doing things rather than just sort of going around haphazardly (laughs) spending your time, energy, and money, as I think many do, because it's hard. you have to remember to take that time. Yes. I mean, it's always coming back to mindfulness, which is so hard. (laughs) Yes. It's always the mindfulness. So let us know if you do try this at home and how you might mindfully invest in yourself and what did you choose? Fascinating. Let us know on Instagram, threads, TikTok, Facebook. Drop us an email at podcast at GretchenMove.com. Or as always, you can go to the show notes. This is happiercast.com slash 449 for everything related to this episode. Coming up, we've got a sleep hack, but first is break. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and free. And, you know, Elizabeth, I now work with a team and hiring the right people is so important. It's maybe the most important thing. And LinkedIn makes the process of identifying and hiring people easy and intuitive. I know that when I've been hiring for my team, it's hard to find quality candidates to interview. And LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, Gretchen, we are back with a happiness hack. And this week, it's something to help you fall asleep. Yeah, this is something that we have mentioned in the past, which is using listening to podcasts as an aid to falling asleep. But it's worth mentioning again, because there's new research that shows that nearly half of podcast listeners have used a podcast to help them fall asleep, and more than three quarters have used a podcast for relaxation. So this is really something, as podcasts become more popular, people are really using podcasts, not just for entertainment, not just for education, Mm -hmm. but 
as a way to help them fall asleep and to relax. And Elizabeth, we do this. Yes, I do this almost every single night. And one feature that podcasts have, which is so useful, is the sleep feature. Yes. So you could easily set your podcast to turn off in 15, 30, or 45 minutes. Or the end of the episode. Yes. You can have it go all the way to the end of the episode and then end. So you have that flexibility. Yeah. And then you don't wake up. It's not going all night. You and I do this. My husband, Jamie, does this. Our parents do this. My daughters do this. This is just a really helpful thing. Okay. But here's the question. This is sort of the know yourself better angle. Do you listen to something that is interesting to you and then you just fall asleep and then rewind it later if you miss something, which inevitably you do? Or do you listen to something that is specifically designed to be a fall asleep or relaxed podcast? Which do you choose? I listen to something that interests me, but something that I listen to a lot. So Mm. I don't feel if I miss some of it, Uh. it's going to be a problem. And I will say I do often end up going back and rewinding. Yes. But I want the material to be familiar enough that I don't, I'm not tempted to stay awake to listen, if you know what I mean. So it has to be something I like listening to, but that I know, oh, I don't need to hear this particular yes. episode in this moment. Yeah, I was surprised because I was talking to her mother and she will listen to something that she's really interested in. And I was like, doesn't that keep you awake? Because you're like, want to hear what's happening. And she said, no, it doesn't keep her awake. And then yeah. she just goes back, like you said, and rewind it. I listen to things like you. That I listen to things that are interesting, but often for me, it's about how they're talking. So I love the two podcasts, The Rest is History and In Our Time, which are history podcasts. And they're sort of conversational, calm podcasts. So it's very interesting. But again, it's a little bit academic and I'm not on the edge of my seat. It's It's an episode like The Age of Augustus. I'm not on the edge of my seat to figure out what's going to happen next. And they're having sort of a quiet, calm conversation. And yet it's interesting enough to keep my mind occupied. And I don't know about you, Elizabeth, but one of the things that really surprised me once I started doing this is I was falling asleep much faster than I thought. When I realized how far I had to rewind it to go back to the part that I didn't remember, I thought I had been lying there for like 25 minutes. It was more like seven minutes, which is kind of good to learn. Yes, I've had that same experience. But then there are podcasts that are designed specifically to help people fall asleep. There are more of these all the time. Jamie sometimes listens to a podcast called Sleep With Me, which is hilariously boring and slow. So he really likes that. So there's that. And Gretchen, remember, we did our soporific episode. Yes. Yes. I will post a link to that in the show notes. Yeah, because we decided we wanted to be like, very slow and calm, but also interesting because it was a very slow, calm, but interesting conversation about all the roles of the people involved in the making of a TV show. And yet we were speaking like very, not like that, but almost. (laughs) Yes. And we did hear from many people that it helped them fall asleep. Yeah. No, it was really fun. So this is a good hack. If you have a hard time falling asleep or if you're awake in the middle of the night, I will often turn it on in the middle of the night. You've got racing thoughts or you're finding it hard to go back to sleep or you're getting frustrated because you can't fall back asleep. A lot of times listening to a podcast can help. Yes. Okay, Gretch, it is time for fun with the five senses. Oh, and this is such a fun one. The idea is to have fun with the five senses by eating a food for nostalgia's sake. So you can do this with a friend or a family member, but you pick a food that for some reason conjures up 
happy memories of the past. And maybe it's something that you don't eat or drink now. Often it's something that isn't present in your life. Because if you're eating it now, if you eat a peanut butter sandwich for the last 75 years, it might not have a lot of nostalgia. But if it's something that you ate at a certain time or drank at a certain time and you don't really now, it probably has all those memories. So go back and choose one of those flavors and really relish all the memories that it brings back. So you did this with something you always had in law school. Yes, it was funny. For Life in Five Senses, when I was writing that, um, I happened to come across a bottle of Diet Peach Snapple in a convenience store, which is a very kind of odd drink. You don't run into that just in everyday life. But for whatever reason in my law school, that was the one diet beverage that I could get. And so I just drank it by the gallon. But then I never drank it again. And it brought back, I had to get it, I got it. It brought back so many memories. I brought some home for Jamie because of course we went to law school together. So he he remembered drinking it. He didn't drink it the way I did, but he remembers me drinking it. And then when I was on my book tour, a lot of people gave me Diet Peach Snapple because I write about it in the book, which I thought was so moving. So now it's gonna remind me of my book tour and law school. But yeah, it was amazing how many memories it brought back. Well, and then Gretchen, as we mentioned, we're both in Kansas City right now. Yes. So we decided to do this with cherry Pop-Tarts. Yes. We have the memory of always having Pop-Tarts when we were in North Platte, Nebraska, visiting our grandparents because our parents didn't get us Pop-Tarts, but our grandparents would get them. So they were always a treat when we visited and they're so specific. So you and I, we were at the drugstore and they had Pop-Tarts. So we got a box. Yeah, we could not resist. It was like Pop-Tarts and now we're grownups and we can just buy them. Yes. And they had the exact ones we ate, which was the cherry with frosting. And we each bit into Pop-Tart and boy, was it good. And it brought back grandma and grandpa and our other grandmother. Yeah, the thing is, because I don't really eat sugar. It was like, this thing is so delicious. But then it brought back all the memories of cookouts and picnics and, and, oh, our grandfather didn't like sweet things. And, you know, then what will we eat with our other grandmother? It just, it unleashed all these memories that we had kind of forgotten that we had. Yeah. But came rushing back. So it's kind of like Proust Madeline cookie. It's really true. I was thinking that one thing that would be fun with my college friends is to drink a white Russian, mm. which what is it? It's Kahlua and cream and vodka. Well, milk? I, don't even, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I drank them a lot when I was a freshman and sophomore in college, and I've never had them since. And I thought, oh, this would be so funny when I get together with my college roommates. I should just bust out a pitcher of white Russians. That and I'm would sure be so amazing. we would have one mouthful would probably be enough, but it would be so strongly associated with that time, it would evoke those memories. And I like that feeling of feeling connected to the past, that we can walk into a drugstore and our past childhood selves are connected to our present selves. To me, that's a very pleasing feeling. Yeah, well, and also what I like is it connects you, if you do it with someone else, it connects you to each other. So we're connecting, or as you mentioned, connecting with your college friends over a particular taste and smell. So it's just... It's a feel-good thing. It's a feel-good thing. Yeah, you could do it with your own children. Like, oh, this is something that you ate when you were... Do you remember how I used to beg me to make blueberry pancakes when you were three years old, but we haven't had them? It just, it connects you to other people in the past. And what's interesting to me, Elizabeth, okay, because of the what's your neglected sense question, you and I, our neglected sense is taste. And yet, even for us, for whom taste is not the hugest sense that we appreciate... Even for us, it's so powerful. And I think that 
it just shows you why sharing food and drink is such a central part of holidays and rituals and traditions all around the world because there is something about sharing food and sharing food memories with people that just has a real power. We felt that power. Yes. And if you want to know your neglected sense, if you think your neglected sense is taste, like Elizabeth and me, or you want to find out what your neglected sense is, go to GretchenRubin.com slash quiz, and it will tell you your neglected sense, which is a very interesting thing to know. And now for a listener question. Yes, this week's question comes from Jonathan. He says, I'm submitting a question for me and my wife regarding our 25-year-old son. He has moved back home with us while he looks for a job, which is very responsible, and he's a terrific person. We love getting this chance to have him back living with us, except for one thing. He's so messy. He was messy as a child, but we stayed on top of him all the time and figured he would have outgrown it by now. But he's exactly the way he was when he was 10 years old. The two of us are naturally tidy and feel stressed out when things are always in a mess. We really don't think that our expectations are unreasonable. We don't care how he keeps his own room, just the spaces we share. We've talked about house rules, why we find it uncomfortable to live in a mess, and why we feel like he's being very disrespectful and inconsiderate. He seems to sincerely want to do a better job and will briefly improve, but after a few days, we come home to find that every kitchen cabinet door is open and his stuff is spread out on every surface. Any suggestions? Well, first of all, I would love to hear from listeners if people have uh, solutions to this, because different levels of comfort with clutter is a major source of household conflict and work conflict. And one of the things, of course, I always think, well, do a four tendencies check Is he a questioner who's thinking like, this isn't an efficient use of my time. Why should I make my bed if I just unmake it? Or Rebel who's like, I don't want to follow the rules. But this this guy doesn't really sound like a questioner Rebel. It doesn't seem like he's saying, I don't want to be told what to do. And it doesn't sound like he's saying, this doesn't make sense. It sounds like he's trying to do it. And then it's not sticking, is my read. Yes, which might mean he's clutter blind, Gretchen, which you know oh. I'm clutter blind. Yes. I could walk into a kitchen and all the doors were open and I wouldn't even notice. Yes, and I think it's really worth noting that some people truly are clutter blind, so they just don't see it. And you might say, but don't you feel so much better when everything's put away? And they might say, like you, Elizabeth, you're sort of like, well, yes, on balance, but not really. Not the way it affects other people. And so what's good to know about this is that even if it's still a point of conflict, it isn't about him being disrespectful or inconsiderate. It's not coming from that place. It's just coming from some people don't have a sense of direction and some people don't have a sense of time and some people don't have a sense of, hey, let's close every drawer when we open it. It's not a lack of consideration. And I think that changes the way that it feels. Yeah, so if they want to try to do things to help their son along, I know one thing you found useful is using hooks instead of hangers. So one thing is to really try to lower the bar and make things as simple as possible because maybe that will make it that much easier for him to do it. So yeah, in my family, I found we were throwing coats everywhere and I was doing it too, but we put up hooks And it's just that much more convenient to use a hook rather than a hanger. And it made a really big difference. One thing that at least bothers me in a household is all the shoes by the front door. They're just scattered. And a lot of people just sort of walk out of their shoes. So they just feel like they're all over the place. So you might get a bin and put it by the front door. And it's like, just dump it in the bin. Um, So it's still out. 
and it's pretty convenient, but it, it looks more organized. So those little things can make it feel, just for the couple who's feeling visually overwhelmed, that might make it feel more comfortable. And it might make it, if you find those ways to make it easier, he might find it easier to stick to the guidelines. And now this won't help him be less messy, but it might help the couple, which is to remember this is temporary. Right. The things that go wrong often make the best memories. This is, sounds like a temporary situation. There are many good things about having him at home. So maybe you just want to be like, okay, this is making us bonkers, but he'll be out in a couple months and we'll laugh about this. We're just not going to have it be a constant source of conflict. We're just going to decide to sort of put up with it. Or another thing you can do is remind him to fix it. And so maybe if he has to be the one, if you say, okay, oh, will you come into the kitchen? Because I see that it's all a mess. Would you come clear it up? Maybe if he's the one doing that, that might help him remember because it's a consequence. I don't know, Elizabeth, what do you think? Would that would that help somebody? I think it's tidier? hard to say. It might. Again, mm -hmm. when you're clutter blind, though, you don't notice it. So that's the hard thing. Yeah. Yeah. I would say yeah. if they really care and they want to go the opposite of just deciding to put up with it, they could also just issue an ultimatum, high stakes Ooh. ultimatum, Ooh. which is either you have to clean up the after yourself or move out. And if Ooh. anything is going to cause him Ooh. to see that clutter and act, it might be that. Ooh, but then you wow. have to be willing to follow through, of course. Yeah, and maybe they don't want to. You know right. what I mean? Maybe they're like, oh, it is nice. So anyway, well, listeners, this is a tricky situation. If you're clutterblind, what works for you? If you're interested, my book, Outer Order, Inner Calm, has all kinds of things like use hooks instead of hangers. It has all kinds of easy hacks to try to make it easier to keep clutter under control. So there might be some useful things there. Elizabeth, you've really, I mean, I will say this as your sister, you used to be much messier. You are much better now. And so it, maybe it's just you've worked on it for a long time to try to raise your awareness. Well, I try, but I have to say my husband, Adam, would disagree with you. His, he has a much <laughs> higher bar, but I try. But I have a much better sense of the arc. True. <laughs> Good point. All right, Gretch, coming up, I have a gold star for my niece, Eliza. But first, this break. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe without spending a fortune, and luckily I found Quince. Elizabeth, I got the Flow Knit Wide Leg Pant. It's very light. It's perfect for the summer. It packs very easily. I recently went on a trip with my family, and I took it with me, and they were just the thing to wear on a really hot day where I wanted to be covered up, but I wanted something that looked great and also was very comfortable. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Gretchen for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Gretchen to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Gretchen. Gretch, I love eating sandwiches like a grilled cheese or a peanut butter sandwich is my ideal lunch, but I'm very aware of my carb intake, so oftentimes I avoid sandwiches. 
Luckily, Hero Bread has remade carby, empty-calorie bread products into fluffy, delicious versions that include no-net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and fewer calories. Plus, it has protein and fiber. I have been using it to make grilled cheeses, and I use their tortillas to make a cheese quesadilla, and I am in heaven. Hero Bread tastes great, has a terrific texture, and helps you meet your nutrition goals. Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use happier at checkout. That's happier at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Okay, Gretchen, it's time for demerits and gold stars, and you are up this week with a happiness demerit. Okay, what is my issue in that I delay minor fixes? Like, there's something that needs to be fixed. It clearly needs to be fixed, and it's as if I'm like, well... I guess I need to wait six months before I try to fix that instead of just being like, it's broken. Why didn't I fix it? For instance, we had an electrical socket in our kitchen, which is where we need to plug in our microwave. And so it was kind of an important electrical outlet and it stopped working. It wasn't the breaker or whatever you call it. And I just waited and waited and waited before I got an electrician to fix it, which by the way, was not a big deal. It was not expensive. Didn't take a long time. Wasn't hard to set up. But in the meantime, the microwave was like in the wrong place. It was very disorderly. And I thought, why is it that I waited? It's just go ahead and do these things. So I'm trying to do a better job of that. Well, that's hard. I think many of us suffer this. Well, the stewing is worse than the doing. You know, just go ahead and do it. But Elizabeth, what is your gold star? Take us up. So I am giving a gold star to your daughter, Eliza, my niece, for her sub stack, which is called Lucky Duck. So... I didn't know what Substack was until Eliza started doing a Substack, but it's a form of newsletter. So you get an app for Substack and you can follow people. And now that I'm into it, I'm just seeing more and more how great it is. But Eliza takes the time to write something like, it's a lot of stuff about culture, but her observations and she analyzes things. One, I'm just impressed that she's doing it because she's young and it's hard to discipline yourself to do something like that. And also, I'm just enjoying it. And I love having like the perspective of somebody that age. We're always grilling her about things when we're with her from the point of view of her age. And so I love getting that. But like a recent one she did was about board games and her love of board games and why she likes board games. And then she included all these photos of old board games, which of course were many that we had as a kid. So I recognized them and I had forgotten about them. So that also, yes, that particular edition of Lucky Duck took me back to our childhood, but there was also the one I loved about reality competitions because, you know, I love reality competitions. She got you to watch Claim to Fame, which gave me great joy. Yes. Yes. So just gold star to Eliza for Lucky Duck. Everybody, of course, should subscribe, Grinch. Yeah. If you're curious, you can go to luckyduck.substack.com and like you get it in the app. And I sometimes read it in the app because I follow a lot of Substacks, but you can also just get it as an email newsletter if that's your jam. You think of it as being email newsletter, but but now they have the app. But I agree. She did this thing about how reality TV invokes fake science and why they invoke fake science. I was like, this is truly fascinating. Yeah. Who knew she had so many interesting things to say? I love so it. many thoughts. I will tell her about the gold star and she'll be very excited. 
The resource for this week, the super fans. You know, I love the super fans. You can sign up to be a super fan. You know who you are. You'll get exclusive offers. Sometimes I ask for like a favor. Sometimes I ask a question, like weigh in on this. If I'm having trouble deciding what's the better choice, I have some fun stuff planned for the upcoming season. You can just go to happiercast.com slash super fan. And I always so appreciate the support and enthusiasm of the super fans. So thank you for that. And Elizabeth, what are we reading? What are you reading? I am reading Find Me by Andre Osaman. And I'm reading The Green Knight by Iris Murdoch. And that's it for this episode of Happier. Remember to try this at home. Make a mindful investment in yourself. And let us know what you chose and how it's working for you. Thanks to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and everyone at Cadence 13. Get in touch. Gretchen's on Instagram and TikTok and threads at Gretchen Rubin. And I'm on Instagram and threads at Liz Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. And if you like the show, follow us, rate us, review us, recommend us to a friend. We really, truly do appreciate it. Until next week, I'm Elizabeth Kraft. And I'm Gretchen Rubin. Thanks for joining us. Onward and upward. Gretchen, you're in the laundry room and I can see all of mom's beautiful birdhouses behind you. The little wooden birdhouses are up on the shelf And because of the angle of your camera, I can see them. I don't normally see them. I know. It's a very beautiful backdrop for, but if you saw the front of it, it's all makeshift and pillows and stacks of boxes to get my mic at the right level. It looks very DIY, but I got the beautiful birdhouses behind me. So that looks good. There you go. From the Onward Project. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth... I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework.